0: Do you know what you want in this moment? If you were gifted a genie in a bottle that would grant you three of your deepest personal desires in the next 24 hours, do you know what you would ask for? I never really gave this much thought until one year my mom asked me what I wanted for my birthday and gave me 72 hours to tell her. Well, on the one hand I appreciated her generosity the other part of me got twisted up. Because when I looked ahead in my next 72 hours, there was no time for me to figure out what I wanted. It felt like I had just been given another job to do. And then when I heard myself come to this conclusion, I had to stop and shake my head. Mary, why is it that you don't know what you want? In today's conversation, we'll discuss the reasons why you may not be clear on what you want what you can expect to experience as you explore what you want, and where to get started. Hello, my name is Mary Maduna Gross, and you're listening to Fully Alive, the podcast for conscious entrepreneurs who are hungry to live their purpose, expand their impact, and create with ease. If today's conversation stirs up something in you, maybe it's a question, an emotion, or an inspiration. And if you would like support as you begin to explore what you want, and maybe why you haven't given yourself permission to be clear on what you want, stay tuned to the end of the episode, and I'll let you know how to get in touch with me. But for now, let's get to it. So as I was saying, I heard myself come to this conclusion that knowing what I wanted for my birthday was going to be another job. I had to pause and shake my head and really ask myself, Mary, why is it that you don't know what you want? As I explored this further, I realized that this was showing up for me in several other ways. What did I want for dinner? It doesn't matter. What do I want to do this weekend? I don't know. What do I want to wear? Whatever. As an entrepreneur, if you don't know what you want, you're going to get what you get. This experience brought to my attention how important it is to know what we want so that we get what we want so that we can feel satisfied. Now, there may be several reasons why you don't know what you want. One possible reason is that we've been conditioned to take care of everyone else's wants and to disregard our own. This is idea that when everyone else is taken care of, then we'll see what's left over and we'll make the best of that. Or maybe we just really don't even take the time to get to know ourselves. We're so busy trying to live up to everyone else's expectations for us that we don't even think of taking the time to figure out what we like and what we want for ourselves. Or maybe we lack the energy to pursue what we want. Because if I know what I want, but then I don't see a way of creating this outcome, Or if I feel like I'm going to have to do this all by myself because I can't ask for support, then I'm probably not even going to bother thinking about what I want. I'm going to save myself the trouble. A couple of other reasons are also rooted in fear. The fear of not getting what we want because there isn't enough. And the fear that I will get what I want. But in the process or in the end, I might lose somebody that I care about along the way. So what holds you back from knowing what you want? Listen to that inner voice who is whispering in your ear now. Does this voice agree or disregard some or all of these suggestions? When you listen purposefully, you'll hear your justification. For not knowing what you want, or if you haven't experienced the struggle, that inner voice may be patting you on the back for taking the time to know yourself enough to know what you want. Why is knowing what we want so important? Setting a vision is the first responsibility of every leader. And as a leader of your life and business, you need to be able to set clear vision for yourself. However, A vision includes not only what we want, but our purpose and passions for a particular result. So if you've attempted to define your life's purpose or your business mission and have struggled, you may not have developed the muscles of knowing what you want for the little things. Because if we don't believe in our worthiness or capacity to create what we want on little things, like what do I want for my birthday or what do I want for dinner or what do I want to do this weekend? It's highly unlikely that you know yourself well enough to feel confident about your purpose or mission. If this sounds like you, great. If this sounds like you, great. If all you get from today's conversation is permission and even a little nudge to start to think about what you want, then we've succeeded. What will you experience as you start to listen to yourself and give yourself more of what you want? Well, first of all, you'll have the opportunity to soothe that part of you that for whatever reason doesn't believe that you get what you want. Until this part of you is acknowledged and validated, it will continue to make even thinking about what you want a chore. And as you begin to recognize what you want, you'll begin to find ways to bring this into your experience. This means that while you may not know how a desire will come about, you are at least open to the possibility of creating and accepting this result. And as you begin to find little simple ways to satisfy yourself, you build the belief in yourself that you are worthy and capable. And as you build your confidence and worthiness, you are no longer willing to wait for someone or something else to bring this or any other result about for you. You'll have more enjoyment and fun in your experience because you're taking responsibility for it. Where do we start? I suggest starting with the daily opportunities, as we've mentioned before, deciding what to wear, what to eat, or how you want to move today. Most of us have put these decisions on autopilot, but this is the perfect place to begin to explore what we really want. This is also an exercise in leaning into your intuition, because knowing what you want relies on feeling, not on logic. When you pull something out of the closet, ask yourself, will this help me feel the way I want to feel today? And if the answer that you get back, whether that's something you hear or a knowing, or you just feel your body respond in a particular way, listen to it. So if the response is no, put it back. Even if you've been dying to wear this top for the last two weeks, and this is going to be the perfect opportunity. If that is not what you're feeling today, put it back. There'll be another time to wear that. You've got to listen to yourself and respond accordingly. So if you're deciding what you want to eat, also feel into these options. Ask your body. Which of these options feels the best for me? Which of these options feels like it shouldn't even be an option for me? And if there's nothing on this list of options that I'm feeling drawn to, what would my body feel drawn to? Again, you're listening for the responses. Listening may be auditory, but it could also be any other kind of sense within your body of knowing. And it's a yes or no question. Another example, if you've committed to moving your body consistently, but you wake up one morning and your body just says, no, tune in. What does your body want or need in this moment? When you listen, you're going to hear if your ego is just preferring to stay in bed, and it will have very good justification for doing so, or if your soul needs some attention. Maybe you won't get to the gym as you planned, but you can still commit to moving, even if the movement is not in the gym this morning. Be willing to be flexible with yourself without giving up on the commitment to yourself. When you've experimented and played around with these simple exercises and other exercises are similar to this, you may be ready for the next level. And this is exploring possibilities. Sometimes we think that the possibilities that we are aware of are the only possibilities available to us. And if we don't like these options, we may just conclude that we don't even want what we want because we can't get it. But what if there were infinite possibilities? And what if you could play around to explore these? For instance, what's something that you're interested in? Is there something that you'd like to have or do with this interest? Maybe you feel drawn to explore how to create two-dimensional art, but you tell yourself you don't have the time, the money, or the space for this. All of this may be so, but with a little exploration and talking with others, you may be surprised to see what is possible. Or maybe you don't even know what you're interested in. Think about what is it that you like to do as a child, or maybe there was something that you wanted to experience as a child, but you didn't have the opportunity. Give yourself permission to at least explore the possibility because you won't know unless you try. Finally, again, listen to that inner guidance and follow it. This is how you build a relationship with your intuition. This means that sometimes you allow your ego to talk you into staying in bed. Great. Stay in bed. Now, how did it feel? Did you get the rest your body wanted or needed? Or did you just end up judging yourself the whole time? This experience will help you the next time your ego wants to stay in bed. Because you'll begin to recognize the difference between an excuse your ego is giving you and an unmet need. It is our responsibility to know what we want and need. We can pretend this isn't so by hoping that others will figure out what we want and bring these results to us. And we could also continue to choose to live by default and tell ourselves that we get what we get and that should be enough. Or we can decide that we are worthy and capable of knowing what we want at all times and that our sense of satisfaction is contingent on our commitment to this decision. If you've experienced a string of unmet desires, I want to lose weight, or I want to have this relationship, or I want to master this skill, it's because you didn't decide that you are worthy and capable. As soon as the pursuit gets uncomfortable, that ego, is going to bring you evidence that you are not worthy or capable. This is just like every other time. You can break this pattern by deciding today that you are worthy and capable. Acknowledge that there will be challenges along the way. And when these challenges show up, they will be just the right opportunity for you to experience yourself as worthy and capable. If this conversation has stirred up something in you that you would like clarification on or support with, please join me at Fully Alive on Facebook. There, I hope that you will be willing to share your comments, questions, and inspirations. If it's on your mind, it's very likely on the minds of others. Help us all grow together by contributing your questions and inspirations. I look forward to seeing you there. Thank you for listening. Are you ready to play and experiment with these ideas so that you, too, can live your purpose, expand your impact, and create with ease? Join us at Fully Alive on Facebook. We've created this space to explore the effects these practices and principles can have on your own experience. And if you're feeling the nudge to explore what coaching can do for you, send me an email at mary at Leadership.com. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, be fully alive.